Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. So today, Josh decided to come on. We were going to have a conversation about five reasons why freight brokers need a CRM in 2023 and beyond, okay? So that's what we're going to pull apart. So Josh, why don't you dive in and just kind of start with number one. We'll pull it apart and we'll go from there. Yeah. So number one, one of the biggest reasons that a CRM is always needed is it's a source of record for you um, as a freight broker and as a salesperson. And as a source of, source of record, what we're talking about is your contacts and your notes. So many times, again, when people sort of start off in sales or they start off in brokerage, what they're going to do is they're going to keep a list of people, whether it's printing out a sheet of paper with a list of contacts or writing down those contacts on pen and paper, or even just putting them into a spreadsheet. Oftentimes, once you get past, I would say the 20 plus contacts number, it becomes a lot harder to manage in terms of who you've reached out to, when you've reached out to them, what you spoke with them about, and then when you also want to reach out to them next. And then what a CRM really does is it just makes it easier. And one of the simplest things is just the accessibility to say, okay, I want to go search and find this shipper or I want to go search and find this contact and then really quickly the notes pull up you have you know other whatever other customized fields that you may have in the CRM are going to show I think another thing in freight brokerages especially as you start to work with the team we'll get into some of the team stuff later but it, it, it just like one is kind of a paper trail and I would say almost an extension of your brain because when you're starting to make that many activities let's say you are I always recommend keeping about like 100 to 150 accounts in your name 150 shippers but when you start to have that many and that many conversations within a given week it gets really hard to remember all the small details and oftentimes it's the small details that really make the difference for you to actually work to earn your first shipment opportunity so i think it's just a really simple way to have again quick accessibility what did you talk with them about because i'm the primary user for the crm in itself and i like i live and die by this thing i mean that's the reason why i wanted to build one because it really helped my sales career really starting when i was at tesla but there's plenty of times where i have conversations with people and after you have so many in a given day in a week I, sometimes i can't even remember what i ate yesterday it's extremely valuable having those notes because if you don't a lot of times that becomes almost wasted effort and opportunity if you don't recall exactly what you spoke with them about. And then it's also a poor customer experience because then you're having to ask them the same questions. And that's when the shipping manager, or the transportation manager can get a little frustrated because you've already covered that, that, that information and that detail. Yeah. It really, what it comes down to, and you hit the nail on the head, right? It is a repository for all of your sales data right? So every email you send, every conversation you have, every quote that you do, everything that you do in the sales arena from sourcing a, a lead to the initial cold outreach through discovery, through qualifications, through all of the different stages of selling, right? Quoting and pricing, you know, all of that, it stores all of that data. You don't have to remember anything. Okay. Right. And we know in the, this day and age, it's hard to remember anything because we're getting crushed with messages all over. Now, if you're a salesperson, you have all of this data floating around in your head and it's extremely hard to remember. And so when you log into a CRM, whatever CRM it is, sales dash or otherwise, you know, you can pull up all of your previous conversations, everything you've talked about, every single note that you've ever done for years sometimes, right? Correct. Imagine the value of having that data. I talk about sales intelligence all the time, right? Any piece of data that enhances your opportunity to get the sale. Now there's sales intelligence on LinkedIn, there's sales intelligence on Google, there's sales intelligence on a customer's website or a prospect's website, but the sales intelligence that is the most valuable, right? 
is the sales intelligence that you gather and put into your CRM and that you can leverage for years and years to come. So yeah, just as a fundamental reason why you have to have a CRM is you have to track that data. You have to manage that data. So that's, that is absolute. If all the CRM did was that, okay. If that's all it did, it would be worth its weight in gold. Correct. Okay. Agreed. But, but let's talk about number two. Yeah. So number two is going to be sales engagement and follow-ups. This ties directly into it, but from a sales engagement standpoint with sales dash in particular, two of the, the biggest things that we want the CRM to be as a source of record to know exactly what's happened with the shipper or contact and you know what you've done in the past and conversations with them. And then from a sales engagement standpoint, that's actually engaging with the shipping contact. So that's going to be your calls, your emails, texts, it could be social DMs as well, but it's going to be to be able to do that directly out of the platform. So for example, with sales dash, we integrate with Google and Outlook. It makes it very simple to send single sends and emails directly actually out out of the CRM. So you don't have to go to your email inbox. Um, you can build email templates. It's probably one of the most used features in our in our system where you can build out personalized email templates. So if I have Dennis Brown as a contact in my CRM, it'll pull Dennis's first name and put that into the email template. I don't even have to type those things out. It could even have his company name of Freight Broker Bootcamp and then have that in the email template as well. So I can email faster. Also really good to spread with the team if you have multiple team members that are that are building out multiple email templates. And then, you know, we also have certain integrations like a ring central integration. So for those that use Ring Central as a voice over IP application, um, you can just actually do click to dial directly out of the system. If you don't have Ring Central, we the system for Sales Dash automatically detects phone numbers. So you can just click to dial and it'll route through your computer and however you have that set up, even if you use another phone system. And from that, with, when it comes to engaging with your with your customers, it, the follow-ups are oftentimes, I mean, it's it's the gold. The, the gold's always in the follow-ups and that's where a lot of sales are missed. And there's some really cool statistics that are out there. Like I always kind of lean back on when Zoom Info has just a ton of sales stats that are out there. And I think a couple of the ones that they have, or at least like one of the main ones that always stuck out to me was about 55% of people give up after one or two interactions with a customer and they don't follow up. But especially for those that have been in freight brokerage, it's super competitive. So I, I've overseen two different sales teams and it's in... I've cold called, I've ran a pipeline myself, I've closed shippers, but so many times when you're talking to these shipper contacts, they'll tell you that they get these calls and they get these emails all the time, right? It's very competitive. And so to actually be able to get them to remember, because I mean, you're not even getting FaceTime with them, right? It's typically your voice, it's your name, it's your company's name, and you want to get them some information, your website, brochure, whatever it may be. It's it's It, it sometimes is really hard because you can have a 30 minute, 45 minute conversation with them. And then two weeks later, they may not even remember you. Uh, that's something that I would say is not uncommon. So the follow-ups and basically trying to build that almost like your your personal brand awareness and your company brand awareness with the shipping contacts that you're talking to is really important. And so I think last thing just to touch on, at least with Sales Dash, is we have a really unique task manager in our system that helps keep salespeople very active. So it's going to keep it in front of you with your tasks for everything that you have for the current day. It's going to keep you on top of your overdue tasks. So that way you can prevent from getting unorganized or if stuff popped up within a certain day, and then also suggest tasks to you for any, any lead that you have in the system that is not marked as a client or not marked as disqualified, but you forgot to set a follow-up because that is also not uncommon is to forget to set a follow-up. So the system will also keep those in front of you. So sales engaging follow-ups crucial when it comes to, to this game. Yeah. So just imagine this, you log into the CRM. For those of you that aren't familiar with a CRM or maybe have never used a CRM, imagine you've done last week, you did a hundred phone calls a day, hypothetically, just for a number. You know, you talked during that week, you had dozens of conversations 
some of them good, some of those bad, somewhere in the middle. And the fact is you have to follow up with some of those people. Are you going to remember everything that happened? And then most importantly, exactly when you need to follow up or what the next step was. Some of them you're going to need to send emails to. Some of them you're going to need to uh, you know, provide pricing to. Some of them you're going to have to do a scheduled follow-up call. You're never going to remember these things. I, I promise you, I've been in sales for 30 years, okay? You're not going to remember this stuff, okay? And, you know, it's great to start out on a scratch pad and just kind of jot things down. But trust me when I tell you, it's going to fall through the cracks. And, you know, you've heard it before, the fortunes in the follow-up. The people that follow up the most effectively are typically the people that have the most success. And that's what a CRM does, you know, plus a lot of the other things that Josh said. But I mean, that scheduling and that tracking, imagine logging in and you see, oh, I got to call these six people today. I got to send this email today. I've got to, you know, I got to do this research today. I got to do whatever it is, whatever those tasks are from last week or from yesterday or from last month, they tee it right up for you. I mean, they put it right in your face. You can't miss it. If you screw it up at that point, then that's a you problem. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, perfect. All right, that's number two. Let's talk about number three. Yeah, number three is, I'd say one of one of my favorites, but it's profiling and qualifying shippers. So um, I think where a lot of CRM's implementations go wrong. So you know, there's there's always going to be the pain point that somebody has and they say, okay, I'm forgetting these follow-ups or I, I, I don't have an easy way to keep track of my notes and all my contacts. They'll go to look at CRM's. But the reason why I would say when some people go to look, and this is, there's a lot of people that go to try CRM's and they, they just either really dislike them. They're like, they're too complex. They're super clunky. But when it comes to actually implementing one and getting one set up for your company or for yourself, number one, the best CRM that's out there that, that you can use is always going to be the one that you actually use. And whatever system that that may be, I, that that's the one that you need to go with. But in implementation for, for what you're doing, you want to make it as customized as possible that I would say your ideal shipper profile and the language that you speak every single day. And if it doesn't speak that, that's the reason why a lot of people struggle with generic CRMs is because you're having to use different words that you typically don't use. And you know, whether it's like lead or process or qualified. Sometimes you may not use some of those things, but Freight also has a really uh, unique lingo that that we use when it comes to those things. So, you know, in profiling shippers, capturing things like industry, annual revenue, the employee size for a shipper, different equipment types, modes, those kinds of different things are really are really good to say, okay, these are the ideal kinds of shippers that we want to go after and try to find more of. And sometimes you can start with operations and then bring that back and say, okay, from a sales aspect, let's go find more of those kinds of shippers. And then in qualifying, you're trying to figure out what the actual scope of the opportunity is right. So is it a spot or a contract opportunity? Is it a project based opportunity that's only going to last, you know, a finite time period, the different locations and facilities, you may start with one location. And that may be, you know, something that you're actually qualifying and trying to understand what the scope of the opportunity is there. But there could be a larger or potentially another facility that you may be able to get an internal referral from. Your it might be seasonal, customer. might be seasonality. That's another one, big one in freight. Could be seasonal. Exactly. You know, and understanding what those times are, you can document that and you can even have it to where the CRM is kind of letting you know exactly which seasonal opportunities are coming up within the next 30 days or the next 60, 90 days. Um, obviously, you want to know what the, the, the volume potential is, whether that's average weekly, monthly. So when it comes to profiling and qualifying, the, I think the best way that you can always do this and how I always position this to people is think about the questions when you're prospecting or connecting with a shipper and trying to learn more about their business. Whatever those questions that you're always asking every single conversation, that's what you want to cook into your system because you want it to be a guidance for you in your sales process. And so that way it's always in front of you. And if you have any blanks and you have you know a, a field that's empty, that may be that you haven't actually understood or, you know, or, or learned that from that shipper quite yet. 
Um, and it's very easy to build in. And then also when it comes to working with team members, that also really helps as well. Uh, so you can kind of keep track in terms of what you do or do not know about a specific shipper. Yeah. So again, you're gathering data to help profile and qualify the, the shipping opportunities, the, the customer opportunities, the prospect opportunities that you have. The cool thing about Sales Dash, CRM similar to this, is the fact that you can customize the data points rather than trying to fit a square peg in a round hole, right? You know, you have a generic right. CRM that's just saying, hey, what industry it is, right? You could get a lot more granular, a lot more specific, and you can customize it in the, to those qualifying questions that you're used to asking, right? Yeah. Um, whether that be locations or type of freight that they're shipping or whether it's LTL or truckload or whatever the case may be, there's a lot of levels of customization. And again, that's one of the big reasons why I had Josh on here because number one, that's not easy to build. And number two, because it's very niche, I feel as though that this type of a CRM could serve and support the community better, right? Serve and support the students and the people that, that are part of my community much better. So again, at the end, we're going to give you a link where you guys can check it out and sign up for a free trial and get a demo and do all that stuff. Hold tight. We're going to hit number number four. We're going for number four. And all right, I keep, cool. I keep bringing up team and it, it is team collaboration. Um, so one of the most common things when I talk to brokerages or even if it's small teams, it could be two, three, four people. But one of the one of the most common questions, whether you're out on the sales floor in a remote environment and slacking and Microsoft Teamsing is going to be what's going on with this shipper or what's going on with this lead or prospect. And so going back to the first point when it comes to your notes being stored is you're going to be able to obviously see exactly what's happened or what has not happened. Right. So it helps from a visibility standpoint. It helps from an accountability standpoint to collaborate with your team. Um, if you're a manager or or an owner of a brokerage or an agency, you know, you can also set permissions in terms of what the capabilities are for a specific user internally in the system. Lead distribution and lead generation is very important. So how many accounts that you have in your name and being able to, you know, if you have other team members in the system, make sure that they have an adequate enough number of shippers that they can actually be contacting and prospecting. And then one of my, I think one of my favorite things, cause this is where I really, I, when I first jumped into a CRM at Tesla um, and then even getting into freight brokerage, coming into that industry, into a totally new industry is I've always used a CRM to just learn what's going on. And I always start with the best salespeople that are in the system. And the reason why I do that is because I can jump in and I can see a number of different things, but the main things are gonna be their notes. So I can see exactly what kind of information they're talking about in their conversations. And if there's something that I may not be asking in my sales process or a question, specific piece of information that that are not in my sales process, I can now say, okay, that may be something I need to ask if that's information that the shipper shared that was important to them. If it's important to them, it's a good chance it's important to another shipper. I can review their cadences for follow-ups. Um, when it comes to sales cadences in terms of when do I call, when do I email, when do I when do I follow up and how should that be in a shorter time period? Should I do it in the next, should I do it tomorrow? Should I do it in two or three days? Should I do it in two weeks from now? I, I think it's good to be able to review that and kind of see what has worked in the past for you. And you really just do that by starting with the current customers that you have already in the system that you closed from start to finish. Because oftentimes it does take a number of different contact points to actually get to the point where you onboard a shipper. So being is able the to calendar, see, is the calendar like community or is it, because I think there's a calendar feature built into it. Isn't yeah. it? So is that something that crosses over or where you can check other people's calendars or is that more solo? Is that more siloed? You can, but honestly, the calendar is really more so, I, it's a little bit, I'd say it's impactful for two reasons. If you get scheduled time on the calendar with one of your prospects, number one, you're just going to, you're going to be able to see exactly when that is. But the, I would say the, the best view of our calendar is actually the monthly view. 
for you to see how many tasks you have on a specific day because salespeople often will load one specific day up with a bunch of tasks and then they won't get to all of them. So if you've got 60 tasks on a given day, but 15 on another, it's just a good way to sort of see that spread and say, okay, I've got 60 on Wednesday. So I need to actually just get more of these to push out to Thursday or Friday because realistically, that's when I'm truly going to be able to get to these. And I'm Wednesday is going to be a, uh, it's, it's already a crowded day at this point. So did you say it, in, in, just as a separate, this kind of came to mind. Did you say that it integrates with some of the messaging platforms like a Slack or a team or things like that? Or did it, did it have its own? I was trying to remember. Yeah. So we integrate with Google and Outlook for your email and calendar. So it'll, for example, if you create an, an event in sales dash where, okay, let's just say I've got a meeting with Dennis from 12 to 1230, that's going to push it to my Google or my Outlook calendar automatically for whatever that task is. And mm-hmm. then if I have Dennis in my CRM with Dennis's email and Google or Outlook recognizes that that's the email that I used in an event for, then it'll also push that in a two-way sync to sales dash as well to create a task. I think the one thing in freight realistically is that most of the time you're getting a bunch of no pickups and a bunch of left voicemails. And so most of the time you're not getting time on the calendar. Obviously, if you can, that's great. But that's kind of how the calendar integration works. And then when it comes to the Microsoft Teams, the Slacks, we do do an integration with Zapier, which is a workflow automation tool. And so it's all sort of set through triggers and actions to say if a specific thing happens in sales dash, you could push a message to come up in Slack, right? Yeah, that makes sense. So that, that's kind of the way that that works. Yeah, that makes sense. Rather than creating your own messaging platform, which makes probably no sense at all, integrate with like a Slack, right? Correct. Absolutely. Yep. Perfect. Okay, cool. One, one beast at a time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, don't bite off more than you can chew, right? All right. Number five. Let's talk about number five real quick. Yeah. Number five is reporting. So with reporting, you can get really creative and crafty with this. But number one, when you sign up for Sales Dash, we already have reporting at two different levels for salespeople and for sales managers. So for salespeople, the first thing that's the most important that takes up a third of your screen in our system is going to be your task manager. Who are you contacting today? And you just have a whole list of 10 different 10 different tasks that you have, contact shippers that you can be reaching out to. But beyond that, we have a bunch of different reports that are in the system that are going to show you specific things for your active shipper leads. Those are already customized as well to kind of show you any of the information that you've captured and profiling the shipper. Same things that we sort of mentioned earlier of, you know, equipment types, modes, volume, that kind of stuff. There's other reports, like one of them, I would say one of the most, you know, impactful or more, more popular ones that we that we have in the system is to actually keep a specific cadence over time. So this is the report in itself is all the shippers that you haven't contacted within the last 14 days. So if you want to keep a two week cadence and make sure that you always reached out to them, it'll automatically populate shippers that you have not contacted in the past two weeks. You could also bump that time period back if you wanted to, to 30 days or even 60 days, kind of depending on your preferred workflow there. But that's a report, for example, that lives on your dashboard. So from almost, you know, just a bird's eye view and a macro level view, it's it's a really good overview of your sales engine, essentially, to say, okay, these are the behaviors that I want to make sure that I'm doing to stay in front of the shippers that I'm prospecting and I'm talking to, to prevent a misfollow up or to just make sure I'm staying in front of them. So there's other things when it comes to pipeline management, if you all are familiar with the, the practice of that. But the easiest way that I would break that down is, let's just say, again, you have 100, 200, 50 shipper accounts that are in your name. And oftentimes you're going to have five, maybe 10 that you've had more qualified conversations with that you're more excited that you can say, Hey, I think I may close them before the end of this month or within a month, right? Because you've had that kind of conversation with them. So it would be saying instead of that 100 to 150 and looking at them, it'd be to create a deal into your pipeline, running them through a, a, a you know an extensive sales process to say, okay, these are the ones that I feel best about and I need to keep under a microscope and separate from the bulk of my, the, the bulk of my list. So beyond that, when it comes to reporting, our system has a bunch of custom reporting that you can do. You can get as crafty and creative as you want as you customize the system. 
awesome, but one of the most impactful things is it allows you to segment and target your shippers. So if you're somebody that specializes in a specific industry, such as food and beverage or construction equipment, one of those, you can easily be able to pull a list and say, okay, I want to find all my shippers that are active, not disqualified in the system that are in that industry or maybe of a specific revenue size or employee size, is that over time, as you start to get into the groove a little bit more, you start to identify certain trends and patterns of the kinds of shippers that you've closed, or let's just say like your top customer, right? If you can try to find some similar characteristics of them based on their size or industry, it just allows you to say, okay, let me go find a list that, so that way I can maybe use them as, you know, almost my sales pitch to my new prospects. So, so it basically has some, it has some pre-formatted standardized reporting that anybody could use, right? And that could, they could that allows them to kind of get a different level of insight into the data that they've entered into their CRM, or they can customize their own reports. Correct. So you yep. can do your own custom reports specific to exactly what you're looking for. Now imagine this, imagine you've been a freight broker and you've been selling for two or three or four or five years. Imagine how many people you've entered into your, how many customers you've had or prospects you've entered into your CRM. Imagine how many contacts you've actually entered into your CRM. Imagine all the conversations, imagine all the quotes, imagine all the different geography they're in, the different industries they've touched. And now imagine you're three or four years into the future and you want to really kind of narrow down into this specific niche or this specific group or this specific segment. You can go into that report and you can create your own custom report. You know, you don't have to call Josh. You don't have to be a techno wizard. You just kind of follow the basic setup and bing, bang, boom. You get an entire list of the 73 shippers that you are most interested in talking to today, right? And the, the beautiful part about that too is you build that report once and you can it can just live automatically in your system. Right. So you, you can have 73 one day, but after the end of the week, you're either going to have less or more that are in that system as you're kind of moving them through and qualifying them, right? So it's great because it takes a minute to get those built to your specific needs and then it just lives there and it's just kind of automatic automatically running for you. Love it. Perfect. Hey, listen, I've got good news for you guys. If you guys want a free trial, if you want to check it out and get a free trial and get under the hood and kick the tires and check it out, you can sign up here at freightbreakerbootcamp.com forward slash CRM. All right. I signed up. I've been inside the program. I've looked at it. I've kicked the tires. I wouldn't have brought Josh on here if I didn't think it was a good fit for my community. Um, again, you guys can check that out. Get a free trial. I strongly suggest you get a free trial. If you're not interested at the end of the free trial, no harm, no foul, right? That's why he does the free trial. But right. you may find that this is exactly what you need at the stage you are in your business. And I'm going to tell you, as a brand new freight broker, someone who just launched their business, you might be able to get away with a notepad and a pen and maybe an Excel spreadsheet of some sort or a Google sheet of some sort. It'll work for a little while, okay? It'll work for a little while. You'll hobble along. But if you want really want to ramp up your sales effort and you really want to maximize your conversion, you absolutely need some sort of system to track and keep, not only track what you're doing, but to keep you on track, okay? Because sales is not easy. There's a lot of, there's a lot of moving parts. And so having a system like this, whether it be sales dash or some other system, okay, you absolutely need a CRM. I've been preaching this for years. They're very inexpensive. I was talking to Josh when I bought my first CRM back in like 1998. Okay. We won't mention the name because it's, it's archaic. I think it was 97 <laughs> or 98. I think it cost me like five or 10 grand up front. And then it cost me a couple thousand bucks a year after that. Right. I had to shell all that money out up front. Right. Mm -hmm. 
with a sales CRM these days, you can get started for 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks, right? Per yep. month. And there's no long-term contracts. So get a free trial, check it out. Um, I'd love to hear your feedback on the back end, whether that be in the comments or in a future live. But listen, Josh, I really appreciate you being here. Tell everybody how they can connect with you, maybe on social. I know you're pretty busy on TikTok. I know you're pretty busy on LinkedIn. Yep. Let everybody know how they can connect with you, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah, best way to connect is I would I would just connect on LinkedIn. Feel free to shoot me a connection request on here, Josh Lyles. Um, and feel free to reach out over DM if you have any specific questions. That would be the best way. And again, our website is sales-crm.com too. Um, if you just wanted to check out and learn more about the, the features, pricing, and any other information. Perfect. Love it, Josh. Appreciate you being here, buddy. For the rest of you, if you're curious about becoming a freight broker or a freight agent, and you're struggling, you know, you're getting some information on TikTok, you're getting some information on YouTube, you're getting some information on Google, but it's not all coming together, right? You, there's no, there's no gel in between. There's nothing that binds it all. And you're looking for a system on how to go from no experience to developing and becoming a freight broker, freight agent in 30 days or less. Check out freightbrokerbootcamp.com. I've trained over 10,000 students, been in business, had this program for over a decade, right? Been doing brokerage, did over $200 million as a broker. And we offer a 60-day, 100% unconditional money-back guarantee. So you can check that out at FreightBurgerBootCamp.com. I uh, appreciate you being here, Josh. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout-out on a future episode.